to uh, to uh, introduce meditation subject as such. And the first one that we are going to deal with is the practice of metta-meditation, loving-kindness meditation. So we see also, like, if you refer to the charts that were given to you, so uh, then this is classified, the practice of metta-meditation is classified into the uh, samatha thing, like the charts number two, just to see the distance that you can acquire with this practice of meditation, with any type of uh, meditation subjects that are dealing with samatha. So the mind gets closer and closer to the object of meditation. So now we will speak a little bit about how to practice and why to practice and when to practice loving-kindness meditation. Like the page number two, we see that samatha is very close to to the object, isn't it? Like the distance, like the chart that is dealing with the distance, distance with the object. Hmm? So samatha is really uh, close, close to the object, and sometimes very much getting unified with the object. Of course, the practice of metta can be uh, done everywhere, but also it can be developed as a meditation topic. So when we are practicing meditation, then this is also a subject that can be dealt with just as a base, just as a a support for the meditation. So the first thing, like today, uh, it will be a very simple talk, and uh, the, what I will try to elaborate is why to practice metta-meditation? Why to practice loving-kindness meditation? So knowing that uh, the, the allusion or the simile or the relationship that is done as, a, as an example for the metta is with a mother caring for her own child with so much Loving kindness. So, would you ask a mother, why are you practicing? Why, why do you practice loving kindness with your children? It is something natural. But still, for us, sometimes, just to know the why of things, then we can see the advantage and then we can be more encouraged just to practice uh, these types of things. Also, I was talking with my friend about uh, that, you know, the, the friend that uh, is in Burma and has been a monk. So uh, he said that sometimes in Sri Lanka, the, 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 there used to be talks, you know, the talks with the monks and then uh, like a discourse. And then you will have what is called a, a two-chair talk. So then you will have two people, two teachers, and then they will give the talk, but actually they will share uh, the same topic and then they will uh, (coughs) dialogue with each other. So since my friend is not here, nevertheless, I brought some of his uh, uh, reasons that he gives as for the why of metta. 
Then I will read some of them, and then also I will read also my point of view. Like I, write, I wrote uh, some notes, you know, about okay, now what will be the advantage of uh, practicing metta? I will quote the text, and also for yourself, you can consider why shall we practice metta, and what is the advantage of practicing loving kindness meditation. Of course, like if you are to ask a mother that is really caring for her children, what is the effect of, of caring so much like that? Like, so even, even the biologists or sociologists, they, they, they see, the, they see the, the, the effect that it has on, on the body of someone who is caring. I think uh, there is a kind of change in the metabolism and then the mother is developing a kind of... Uh, forgot the, these uh, biological terms, huh? but you have a, a very good type of, uh, yes, hormones maybe, yes, but also a kind of a chemical that is also being created. So you know that, uh, I mean, some of you may know that when the, 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 the especially at the first, uh, even before the child is born, then the mother is a kind of, she, she's almost stoned because she has so much of matter with the child that she, this, this is the only uh, thing that she care about, especially uh, with the first child. After that, it may change a little bit, but uh, at least for the <laughs> when she has to face the challenges of uh, raising the kid. <laughs> but still, there is a big effect, like, uh, like the mother with caring of, uh, for her children. There is a, gut, uh, uh, a very good uh, uh, feedback, uh, biological feedback. So here, the First thing also that is spoken about is about the feedback. Why is the samatha meditation? Feedback. Other subjects seem neutral while being developed, but metta readily brings happiness and generally sooner. It feels truly worthwhile for self and others. It has an ethical part. It is sila. So when I am reading like that, you don't. You just can con continue your meditation, and if you are not interested, if it's too long, then it doesn't matter. Just uh, be here and listen as much as you wish. The other aspect that uh, my friend is talking about is the aspect of sadha. That means the trust, the confidence. So the practice of metta brings faith. But trust seems a more practical translation. Faith is close to belief, but this is ends on trust. It comes because of that feedback. Number three, he is very methodical. So, number three, balancing the faculties. Just as energy and concentration or collectedness must be balanced, so also faith and wisdom should be balanced. Westerners are usually practicing with too much wisdom and energy. They are too analytical sometimes, even too much for vipassana, where a little more wisdom than faith is appropriate. Huh? So balancing the, the, the faculty of faith and uh, wisdom. For samatha, a little bit more sadha is appropriate. The sadha, the trust, 
from meta cools down the analyzing and this is an, act, uh, an analytical age. So our age, we get so much of information and then we want to understand so much of everything that we are uh, very analytical. Huh? But sometimes it's a bit too much. Number four, uh, he used the, the word therapeutic and then says that the, the, therapeut the, the word therapeutic is coming from the Greek, and then also like in the Brahmi, the Brahmi, this is the old uh, Indian script, uh, it is for Theravada, transliterated into Greek script, is exactly Therapeute, huh? so like the, in the Ashoka missions, uh, you know, the pillar, they wrote some kind of history, historical thing, and then they speak about uh, the Therapeute, huh? but actually it refers to the Theravada. Anyway, this is just a detail that uh, uh, is not really important. So because Metta, while wishing the best for all, automatically fills the mind with healing energy. It tends to speed the healing of old, new, emotional, psychological scar tissue. It is a tangibly pure energy for healing. Number fifth, forgiveness and gratitude. Since all beings are now your children, like a loving parent, you forgive them everything. This melts old and new resentments and any imagined revenge scenarios, and it melts judgmentalism. It ripens the parami, hmm? number six. So there is a one teacher, the name Acharya Buddha Rakita, that has written a, a small book, a small booklet on meta and published in Sri Lanka, and then he says that uh, the therapeutic effect matures one's spiritually, so people become more ripe. Uh, so in reference to the gradual training, then also uh, it is helping to nourish, it is helping also to, to grow these qualities that are uh, all coming together. So, in the book of the Anguttara, then, uh, when it is well, like uh, I will read the, 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 all the advantages that are recorded in the, you know, in the text uh, for somebody who is uh, practicing metta. So here he says, my friend says that when well developed as one's base for vipassana. Not very clear because he is very stingy with the uh, with the uh, with the sheets of paper. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to the end, sometimes he is writing on calendar calendar sheets, huh? and he doesn't want it because he, he is not addicted, but he is such a writer that when he starts to write, it doesn't end. Huh? It just goes like this, and then. so he doesn't want any paper available in his room. So if he has to write something, he will just take a small little back of the calendar and you know whatever he finds and then he will scribble that down huh? so anyway if he comes if he is i mean if he comes with a big page of course when it starts to end up 
it will be rather squeezy. <laughs> so that's why I have difficulty reading what is uh, written down there. So anyway, it's just see, I think he says number seven includes good health, a strong immune system. And also number eight is patience. So now I really, I cannot really read at all what is written there. I will need a magnifying glass. So I will skip it. But patience, no? Patience. We get more patience. And then patience is the, is the, is the, the, the ascetic practice, number one. Uh, so sometimes, like the Buddha, he says, "Okay, now what? What is the the, the 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 best ascetic practice for someone engaged in a spiritual practice?" Uh, so, so just to be very strict and you know, ascetic asceticism. So uh, he says, "Patience. Patience is the most uh, is the number one for developing good qualities, but also." just as an, an aspect of asceticism. It's not fasting, it's not sitting on, a, on benches with uh, nails or you know, having a few cloths or things like this. Patience is the number one for ascetic practice. So metta is bringing a lot of patience. So I will just... Uh, you probably know all these things, hmm? but I uh, just... Uh, I will just read them. Hmm? So here in the in the book, you know the Anguttara, they gives about the the ten advantages or the feedback that we get from practicing metta, the the the, the eleven actually benefits that uh, can be expected, and what eleven? One sleeps well. One awakens happily. One does not have bad dreams. One is pleasing to human beings. One is pleasing to spirits. Deities protect one. Fire, poison, and weapons do not injure one. One's mind quickly becomes concentrated. One's facial complexion is serene. One dies unconfused. And if one does not penetrate Further, one fares on to the Brahma world, to the world of uh, the gods. So uh, most probably uh, all the benefits or all the advantage that we can find or the, for the why of the metta could be uh, taken from any one of them. Like I like before I forget, and I, I like to 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 make the, the my now I finish with this uh, comment. So uh, I like to to make the comment about uh, one's mind quickly becomes concentrated. So the the comparison I like to since it's it's speaking about the mother. So you remember uh, with your own mother, or maybe seeing a mother with another child, or a nurse with a child, then. Uh, sometimes when the child is very small, huh, very uh, you know, very small, and then he's just going with the four on the four, on four with the arms, not not walking so much, and then he tries, or you you you, you try, you, you you reach a table, and then everything is so high, you cannot reach anything, isn't it? 
So you are very curious, oh, what is on top of that, you know, that big thing? Because we are so small. And then we, we, we try and then we, we just grasp in there without knowing really what is there. So uh, sometimes the, the mother, you know, she takes the child and then she raises the child up to the table. And then the, the child in the, in, the, in the arms of the mother is just seeing all the table and then can take what, whatever uh, she likes, no? So it's the same thing with the metta. When we start to practice metta, then all these good qualities come to support our mind. And then the mind gets concentrated very easily. And then with the, all the meditation subjects that we like to develop, then it becomes very easy. So when we practice metta, and then after that we go back to another subject of meditation, concentration is there. Uh, and then also meditation subjects, they are a little bit like toys. Sometimes we need to play with the train, mm, with a small train, and sometimes with the doll, and then sometimes with, uh, with a boat. Uh, so just for our good mood. So the samatha types of meditation, they are there just to, 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 to feed us somehow with what we need. So sometimes we can change, alternate type of meditation according to what we need. So... If we have metta as a basis, then it's very easy to see, okay, now, with what can we alternate our practice? So now I will go with another list, which is mm, very possibly uh, similar to the one I just read, and then also the simile you can find in the, uh, in the book. Huh? So, of course, like metta is harmonizing ourselves. So we get so much harmonized, like a, a psychosomatic, we are talking about health, so this is a psychosomatic effect. When you have meta for ourselves and meta for other people, then we become much more healthy. So that type of health is good for oneself, physically and also mentally, and also it's good for other people. And then it is also uh, harmonizing our relationship that we have with other people. So that's why also we see that uh, yesterday I spoke about uh, metta as a, the intention that eventually comes to be combined with sila. Huh? So the ethics, the rules, or all the, 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 uh, the, the, the setup that is uh, classified by way of uh, virtue, eventually comes to be combined with the intention. So not only we will refrain from killing and then from lying and then from sexual mix misconducts and, and all these things, but the motivation will be meta. So when we care for other people, when we care for ourselves, norm, uh, naturally we will not be doing these things that will be harmful. So the practice of meta also provides adequate needs for ones and others. So when we have meta for ourselves, then we see actually what we need. Or sometimes we need things, but we don't care so much. We say, no, 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 we are very tough sometimes for ourselves. So when we, if we have meta for ourselves, then our needs start to be uh, uh, seen properly, and then we care. And then the same thing for other people. We all have needs in our life. We have to care for that. So with the practice of metta, just as a mother, just as a good parent will care for the needs of, uh, of the child. So the same thing, 
Metta will provide us with what is really necessary. Also, like the text, they say that the, the human and the also non-human beings protects oneself. So that idea of protection uh, actually is interesting because when we start to generate uh, f- caring feeling for other people and then for also for ourselves, there is a kind of feedback. We see that uh, there is an interrelationship. And, uh, and then when we feel other people, then also we are getting uh, the same effect coming back to us. So the protection we are giving to other people, actually we give it to ourselves. Because what is harming ourselves, if not our own mind? So when we practice metta, there is no greed. Not, I mean, the greed will, will be reduced, hatred will not be there, and then delusion also starts to fade away. So when these uh, unwholesome states of mind are not there in ourselves, then it's mu- everything is much more clear, and then we are protecting ourselves. Sometimes also it may happen that uh, we feel bad about something. So uh, when we practice metta, we allow things to be, just as a parent will allow the, all the difficulties that the child will encounter. So that allowance gives us the possibility to understand a little bit and then also to adapt. So when we have difficulty, when other people have difficulty, then that allowance, that type of space that is given to ourselves and then to other people brings us in a feeling of a a safe environment. So we feel in a safe environment. Like when you are in your family, if you have a good family relationship, or, or, or you know, normally, I mean, of, of course, there, are, there can be conflicts in, in families, but uh, when you are with friends who are really caring for you, then you feel safe. Whatever uh, you say or whatever you, 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 you are, there is a kind of acceptance there. So it is very important for us to feel safe in our life. So when, we, when there is that type of allowance, then there is no judgment like, oh, I am not a good person, or I am not a, a good this, or I am not a good that. It's just you don't, we don't care. We, we, we like you the way you are, huh? with all your faults also. Like for example, we uh, just wanted to, to give that uh, uh, story is that uh, one of my brother, uh, he has a friend, and then that lady, uh, 
she at some point she like she i think she she, she got married but uh, she went to to south america and then she really fell in love with the country and then also there the, in some places you have a lot of poverty and also a lot of orphans uh, and then a lot of children in, in trouble so she decided uh, to adopt some of the children so she started with one, like she goes and visits there and, s and lives sometimes there, and then she started by adopting one child, and then she brought him back to Canada, and then she stayed with him. And then later on, she adopted another child, and then she did the same thing. And then she eventually, she came to adopt five children, oh, and they, she didn't have any children of her own, but she adopted five children. So we can imagine the difference of culture from South America to, to, to North America, uh, from, uh, you know, the, 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 the difference in culture is, is, is very uh, distinct. But also the difference of background, like coming from some places are so poor, and then you, you, you come in, into, uh, I mean, the, 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 the standard of living is a, is a little bit different. But also the family background, the cultural background. So these children were coming with different types of background. And then just as a mother, just as a caring person who adopted the child, then she had no judgment. Whatever behavior, whatever thinking that the child will have, she will just be loving. And then that acceptance will give space to the child to grow. So in that way, it is a kind of very including. It's not so much uh, judgmental. So, etc., etc. And uh, then the conclusion is the logical outcome is that when one really does it, when we really uh, know how to practice the metta and then we adapt it, you know, then the different levels of happiness sprout out of it. But actually, now I just I want to go too fast because I think the time is getting short. And, uh, and, uh, so I jump too fast to the conclusion. So maybe if you allow me, I will go back to what I, I, I what it is relying to. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so anyway, it's just uh, this is what I wrote. That uh, can we give ourselves too much meta? Uh, where's the limit? Is it possible to give ourselves too much meta? So we see in the the. We see that uh, metta can be practiced all the time with the seven enlightenment factors that if you don't know, we, we will see them later in the, in the retreat or also with the Eightfold Humble Path. And, uh, and then, then uh, in that case, if metta can be practiced all the time with uh, these uh, factors, uh, it needs to be combined, oh yeah, I got the point now, it needs to be combined with the different modes of mindfulness. So again, I am coming back to the different modes of mindfulness. Hmm? So we see that uh, with these different modes of mindfulness, mind, uh, sati, 
as a as a mindfulness as a enlightenment factor uh, as the bujanga is the is the number one so we see that the this first one deals with protecting uh, guarding and then governing our faculties so then then uh, uh, we see also that uh, if we do that like governing the faculties and then uh, uh, mindfulness and clear comprehension, and then also the sila, then there is a type of happiness that is coming together with that. So already the happiness is, uh, is coming into the picture. So like... Uh, and then uh, from there the overflow breaks the boundaries of self and other. So when we start, sometimes we, we, we need to, to, uh, to feed ourselves a little bit with this type of fuel. And then when, the, when we get in the mood, oh, then we see that uh, eventually there is no difference with uh, oneself and others. Of course, in our meditation. But uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is how it comes to. So the metta, the practice of metta, removes grudges. So, for example, you know the uh, well. I mean, it's just you know, say that the, in the West uh, we seem to often keep an attitude of revenge uh, in our heart. Hmm? But then compare, like uh, I was, we were comparing actually with the, the the people in Burma, and then the people there, they look quite. The, it's it's a little bit opposite the way that they, they see the, the some situations. For example, in the in the time of the colonial area, where the British and then the Portuguese and then many uh, uh, European came to colonize and then just the Japanese also they invade and then they just took power of the country and then so you you see what is how kind of. Uh, Oh, the history of humankind show us these types of uh, regress behavior. How we can occupy a country and then rule people and then say, okay, now your goods are mine and then you are my slave. Huh? So this is what happened in these countries. But uh, uh, when, like in Burma, when the, uh, colon when the colonizer, or the, 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 when these uh, foreigners, uh, left out, like when the, 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 there was conflicts and then there was a kind of war and then eventually, like the Japanese and then the, the British also, they went out. Oh, the, and uh, so when, they, when, they, when these people went out, then the Burmese people, they were even helping them. Oh, they didn't say, okay, now you go out and then don't come back. They were helping them and then giving all them all kinds of things and say, oh, yes, 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 you'll be happy and then you take this and then you take that and then please eat a little bit. So the, the attitude was very different. And also, uh, later on, they never asked, like uh, we see that in, uh, you know, and it, that's a fact. They never asked for war damage compensation. So sometimes now, uh, some countries, they say, yes, but uh, 50 years ago, there was that uh, problem with your country, so you please give us back. This was not correct, so you give us back some kind of comp compensation. So there it was not done. So it has to do with the right view and also the knowledge of, uh, of uh, karma.
Also, the practice of metta gives us a lot of self-confidence and also it's a quality of generosity. We don't have, because uh, we then we, d- we don't have fear of other people and then we have no constriction or blockage inside because there is, it's a type of a generosity. So I will stop the reading huh? because uh, it all comes to the same and then maybe you have some things to say about the advantage of uh, practicing metta. Do you? If you like to say a few words, then you are just welcome to, to, to give your point of view. Why shall we practice metta? Or which uh, advantage did you see by including metta into your own practice? Yes. Yes. Um, and somehow I started just doing two metaphrases, just as I could feel the fear of walking past somebody. So I would just um, sit and be happy and, and be at ease. And I could feel um, the relaxation in me and sort of this porosity, this Yes. And that was that. Um, and I, I kind of continue to do that now. Um, someone sits near me, and I have a, there's a judgment or whatever, and it yeah. melts. There's a melting. So yes. What, my ex- you, in your descriptions of the benefits. It was actually um, speaking directly to my experience. Yes, um, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like what you describe is just the aspect of fear that you may have sometimes, and then also that we all have in our life. We are frightened about the unknown, something we know, don't know, or something we are not sure. We are frightened about that. But if we know how to practice metta, then all the fears vanishes because because everything comes to be uh, accepted there is a there is a big difference and then uh, would we not like to live a life without fear if yes then we should uh, consider to practice metta a little bit more oh that's good so then i will just continue huh? yes yes Yes. Between me and that person. Yes. In that moment, it's gone. It just wasn't there. I'm not saying. Yes, like, like, what, what makes the difference? 
with the, another person and ourselves. It's the instinct of protection. So we want to protect ourselves, we want to make ourselves secure, and then the other person is a, ch- is, is a uh, challenge, or the, the other person is a, a threat. Hmm? So then if we have metta, then the, the, the person, the, the, the threat starts to uh, just dissolve. And then, and then the, the, the attitude we have the, of fear also dissolves. Yeah. It's in that moment yeah. that kind of reframes all that unpure, unwholesome thinking. You know? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. In terms, it would be reframing it. Yes, exactly. Like it's a quality, huh? mental quality, that is affecting our all psychological setup. So when we start to, to feed ourselves with that, then the whole thing changes. And then uh, the, our whole attitude is changing. So that's why not only we feel the advantage right, no, very practically, but also if we combine that with the meditation, then we feel the same thing. And then... And then it's much easier to, uh, uh, to, to like, uh, there is a relaxation also, and then the happiness also is coming, and then the concentration because of that is coming much uh, more easily. Like, uh, like also, like, uh, here there is a story about, uh, you know, like, uh, that they say that uh, you are liked huh, by non-humans. So, uh, in regard to the animals, he it is it is true like uh, the, the in the forest monasteries in asia huh, then the the jungles you have a lot of snakes huh, and then they can be very dangerous but uh, uh, even the hunter, like the hunters they get bitten by snakes but not the forest monks because they chant the the, the sutta and also they develop that type of uh, attitude they develop that practice of metta and then somehow they don't get uh, bitten. Sometimes also I had the experience, and then some many of my friends also is the same case. You walk in the forest, and then somehow there is a there is a voice some, somewhere that says, "Oh no, be careful!" And then you just look, and then there is a snake in front of you, and then you just avoid it. So it's very. I mean, the the the, the world is just uh, is just magic everywhere. So we 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 don't need to to put the magic out of uh, of our of our conception, but not be too uh, too off track. So the time is passing by. And then I just like to like uh, we will come to uh, I mean I will just explain briefly how we can practice metta and then uh, also like uh, you have some texts about the metta, the, the metta sutta, which is just a traditional uh, way of practicing. So this text is available in the library if you are interested in the sutta nipata. And then it says what you should do if you want to cultivate a state of uh, peace of mind and also how to practice uh, loving kindness. So. Uh, you can learn the text, but it's not necessary. Huh? So also you can recite some praises, like, oh, may I be happy, and then may everybody be happy. And But this is also, eventually, we can drop these uh, phrases and then just stay with the feeling, with the, with the emotion of uh, metta. 
also since we are talking about uh, chanting and sheets like in the morning here it is usual like it's a, it's a regular pattern of uh, uh, just before the breakfast you have about 10 minutes and then there is the me- kind of meta chanting that uh, we are doing together and there is a person who is leading the the chanting with a very good voice and then just to follow the the, the pattern the melodic uh, uh, intonation that is given by the person then we we can chant in group but it's optional if you like to do it it is fine if you don't like to do that then it's also fine there is no obligation and then if you are interested then the chanting the chanting sheet they are in the bag there so you just Take one of them and then at 6.20 or so, then you can, you can read it while it is being chanted. Also, uh, when to practice metta. So, of course, we can practice metta all the time. But uh, someone was saying that uh, uh, in these metta retreats where you just have to do, I mean, it's only metta all the time, then the person find it and also it's probably the case with you sometimes we find it too artificial to say okay now i have to practice metta and then i'm not in a good mood and then i have to practice metta and then all me all beings be happy like this (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i think the modes of mindfulness that uh, are describing uh, what internal state we need to develop before uh, increasing the volume of some specific meditation subjects. So first we we can just observe and then just be quiet by ourselves and then uh, uh, allow the the natural flow of uh, happiness to come inside ourselves and then just to relax. So when we are relaxed, that's why also we didn't start right away. Now we are on the fourth day. So only now are, are, are we starting to introduce officially the practice of metta because at the beginning, maybe we are too, we are not yet, uh, 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 we are too tense or, or, or we need just to take some space for ourselves. So it is very important that before we practice metta just at least to be comfortable and then to be a kind, uh, you know, at peace and then a kind of happiness will be there and then we can start, we, we can uh, practice and develop metta more efficiently and it will not be forced. Also, like uh, I said at the beginning, that the practice of metta can be a meditation subject. Huh? So that means if you decide to uh, to develop it and then to use that as a base, as a specific, you know, uh, anchor for your mind, and then to develop that as your meditation, then it is possible. So sometimes you can do that all the day. Huh? But uh, I would like to say, I would like to suggest that you can alternate. So sometimes you can be sitting uh, and then to say, okay, now during my sitting meditation, I will practice metta. And then the alternation will be when I am walking, uh, when I I am doing something else, then I will practice uh, mindfulness and clear comprehension. Or I will just guard the senses. So we can alternate and just try to be clear with 
these three modes of mindfulness and then choose one specific uh, meditation subject. Now we just have metta, but as uh, the retreat go on, goes on, we will have uh, more alternative with the different other uh, types of meditation. So we can alternate with uh, what we are practicing specifically when we are sitting and then what we are pressing, practicing when we are walking or when we are lying down. So like this, we can see actually what is more conducive, what is more bringing balance to our practice. Because of course, if we do the same thing again and again all the time, then uh, we can get fed up with it or we can develop a kind, I mean, some kind of imbalance. We have to see, okay, now, how can I alternate my practice as it goes on? Huh? So you will have the feeling for it. You will know, okay, now, I feel like doing like this. Huh? And or you feel like doing like that. Or you feel to do this type of practice when sitting and then or another type of practice when you are not sitting. But the point is, Try to be very clear about what you are doing. Now I am practicing. Uh, you have tried to, to, to be clear about these different types of, uh, of mindfulness, this, these different modes of mindfulness. So now we are having some kind of, I mean, before you have your break at five o'clock, we have about 10 minutes, so maybe we just, maybe we can try huh, to practice metta, unless you have some questions. Yes, brief questions, please. Yes, like the practice of metta, if you we look at the text, huh? so of course the scholasticism and also you know the systematization of meditation came to be uh, very much uh, very much developed and then also very much detailed. So if we look at some text, it's very complicated. Huh? I mean, y you can go into very very specific details. But uh, sometimes we just take the sutta, the, the text, and then it is so much general. It, it seems so spontaneous. Okay, now you, uh, you develop a heart of loving kindness towards all beings. And that's all that is said. So we will see now, we will, I will just suggest a very simple methodology huh? now. And then, and then later on, if you want to specialize or really to develop it more systematically, uh, it will be up to you. So we can just start by making ourselves comfortable. Huh? We just relax and, uh, I mean, uh, I hope you are already relaxed, but still, just make yourself at ease. So we have to remember that metta, the practice, metta itself, huh? loving kindness, it's a feeling. It's something that we are feeling. It's related, it's related to affection. 
So it's not something theoretic that we are uh, conditioning ourselves uh, to repeat phrases and things like this. We have to come back to the feeling. So for that purpose, you may remember somebody who loved you very much. Or sometimes you may remember a person that you are loving a lot, you respect a lot, that has helped you a lot, a friend, a relative, whoever it is, you remember the feeling, that trust that you have by being with that person. Then you start with yourself. You feel so good about that. You feel confidence. You feel safe. You allow yourself just to be the way you are. So loving kindness, the feeling of metta, is starting with ourself. So we can start with this body, just by having the intention to relax and then to be well. It's a kind of metta that we are having towards ourselves. To accept the difficulties or the bad moods we may be uh, experiencing or whatever emotion also is coming in our mind, then we accept it. We care for that. Maybe these emotions, these feelings, have to tell us something. So as a mother, we listen very carefully to her own child. We have to listen very carefully to ourselves. What is our body, our position, our feeling, emotions, thoughts are telling about us? Do we listen to ourselves? Do we allow ourselves just to be? So this allowance, this space that we are giving to ourselves is very important. So we start by practicing metta towards our own self. You can fill your whole body with this feeling of well-being. May I be happy, feeling secure, and free from difficulties. This is a feeling. This is also a phrase. Then as you need it, then you can spend a little bit more time if you need it with yourself until the feelings is settled, until you feel really well and really caring for yourself. Then when you feel kind of satisfied and then full, then you can extend that to the person that you care for the most or one of, of a person that you really respect and love. So you can see the person's face. Or if you are not so visual, you can just have 
the feeling presence, the felt presence of that person. So towards that person, you are also wishing the same. May she be happy, may she feel secure and without difficulties. Then depending on the time that you are having for your practice, then sometimes you can spend a long time just with one person. It can be also your children or your friends, or as long as emotions or attachments don't overpower your mind, then you can just stay with that person, with that image, or with that memory, and then you developed it. You just keep it in your mind. And then at some point you feel very happy. The mind gets concentrated. So you can change the objects, you can change the people, you can change the beings towards which you are sending your metta, that you are caring for. So that same feeling that you have within yourself, then you open it to any other being. You can just start right here, right now, in this hall, the person in front of you, the person aside of you, the person you are meeting, the person you will meet, the person you have met, all beings in general, but by alternating from one person to the other person. This has to be adjusted according to how your practice evolves. But alternation can be good. You just change from one person to the other person. And then, like that, you extend your field of awareness. So, for example, you can take all the beings in front of you and then just as a general, you think or you feel oh, all the beings in front, may they be happy, may they feel secure and without difficulty. Then in one direction you can extend that feeling of metta far away in front of you. All the beings in that direction may they feel happy and secure and without trouble. 
Sometimes if you see that the mind gets very concentrated just by one direction, then you can just stick to that direction. But also, you can change directions. All the beings on my left, near or far. All the person on my right, near or far. All the beings, all kinds of beings in my back, near or far. The beings on top, the being down there, all beings in all the directions, may they feel happy, secure, and without trouble. Once you have been able to extend this feeling of loving-kindness to all beings in general, then what you can do also is you extend your arms and embrace all these beings. With your arms, you embrace all the beings and then bring your arms close to your heart. So all the beings in the universe, you bring them close to your heart. And then from there, you wish them happiness, security, and freedom from all difficulties. So for the next three days, Metta actually is going to be the main subject of meditation that we are going to explain a little bit more in details. Like tomorrow, Shaila will talk about that and also after tomorrow. So you will have the opportunity to inquire and then also to uh, understand a little bit about that practice. But for now, I think it is enough. And then you can see how much this practice is beneficial for you and why it's good for you to practice it. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.